you've been listening to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One. If you'd like to get in touch, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or go to geocacheadventures.org and you can find the information on the contact page. Theme music is by The Travel Bugs. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers. It is full of articles and pictures all submitted by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself, and I love it. My favorite part is the little snippets on the edges of the articles on all the different pages. Those are my favorites. Just go to ftfgeo.com to check them out and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. Do you cash solo? If you do, do you think about your safety before you go out? I sure hope you do. Join me this episode as I talk about solo caching and ways to stay safe while you're doing it. I wanted to put a little note in front of this recording. I do talk about the recent passing of geocacher Robert Owens Jr. of New Jersey, who was found dead in Louisiana. If you find that kind of stuff upsetting, you may want to tune out. Uh, I'm going to admit it right now. I got emotional while talking about this stuff. I think part of that is because I just, my heart goes out to his family and his loved ones. I read through the articles and watched the news clips before recording this to make sure I had my information right before I I went on and talked about any of it. That, That got to me some, and it should get to you. It should get to us because a life was lost. So if you find that kind of stuff upsetting, which I mean, we should find it upsetting, but if it triggers something, if that kind of stuff triggers you, maybe skip this episode. Hey everybody, Amy Shadow Dragon One here. Uh, I'm going to talk to you today about staying safe while you're solo caching. You may have seen on Facebook and other news outlets the unfortunate recent passing of Robert Owens Jr. of New Jersey, fellow geocacher. He flew to Louisiana to do some geocaching before going to CacheFest. And he unfortunately did not make it home. The family reported that they were concerned because he rarely took water geocaching. They hadn't heard from him. Human remains were later found and confirmed as Robert. And the cause of death that I was last able to find information on was suspected to be heat stroke. So very unfortunate
with all this being recent, within less than a month of recording this, I want to talk to you about staying safe while you're solo caching. So first and foremost, the most important thing that you could possibly do, share your location with somebody. Make sure somebody knows where you are geocaching at. Doesn't matter if you're geocaching around town, if you're at a city park, a state park, a national forest, a national park. Make sure somebody knows where you're at, when you plan on being back. Have a check-in plan with somebody who is not with you. Even if you have one or two people going with you, it's always a good thing for somebody to know where you're at and have a check-in plan for when you get back or your check-in plan for throughout the day or something. There's so many ways to share location. Just tell them where you're going. You can share a pin on Google Maps or Apple Maps. There's all kinds of tracking apps. Life360 is one of them. My family uses that one. There's free versions. There's paid versions. It's an easy way to share your location and people know where you're at. Now with the apps and the Google Maps and Apple Maps, if you're out of cell service, those don't really work so well. So it's even more important if you're going to be in an area with Low cell service or no cell service, make sure somebody knows where you're at and what your plan is. Have a check-in plan like I mentioned before. Somebody should know when you plan on being done geocaching and that you'll check in when you get back. If you don't check in, then they should assume something's wrong and somebody can alert the authorities. That has got to be that has got to be the most important thing for if you're cashing alone. Make sure you take water. Does not matter if it's winter or summer. It's especially important during the summer when it gets so freaking hot out. But even during the winter, you need to have water with you because water is so vitally important. Dehydration is no joke. Heat stroke is no joke. Take water with you. Take more than you think you'll need as long as you can carry it all. Because even if you're like, oh, the park has water fountains and stuff, guess what? They may not be working, so you may not be able to rely on getting water there or refilling your water there. So take lots of water, please. Be prepared for the weather. I mean, this is important if you're caching alone or with other people. You, you need to have water. You need to be prepared for the weather. Take a look at what the weather forecast is before you go out for the day. Pay attention to your surroundings. If you don't feel safe, don't go there. And, and just pay attention. Like I said, pay attention to your surroundings. I was recently at, out geocaching by myself at a park 
I made sure my husband knew where I was at. I had a plan for when I was supposed to be back. All that fun stuff. All that important stuff. And I was going to go off the trail towards this one geocache that had a lot of favorite points. I wanted to see what it was. I got to a point in the woods where I had to go down a steep embankment and cross a creek. Well, the night before it had rained and it was super muddy out. And I looked at that embankment and I said to myself, you know what? I could probably get down it safely, but I don't think I can get back up it safely with all the mud. And if I had fallen, it would probably would have been about a five foot tumble. It, it was not quite a near vertical drop, but it was close to it. And I decided, you know what, this isn't a good idea. If you're unsure if it's a safe idea or a good idea, turn around, go back. If I had fallen there and gotten hurt, I was not anywhere near a path. Somebody may not have even been able to hear, hear me if I had been calling. It wasn't like it was a crazy busy day. It was a large park. There were several cars in the parking lot because the car... But because the park was so large, there's not necessarily anybody right by you. So you got to think about those things. Take all that into consideration. Are you sure you can handle it? Are you sure it's a good idea? If there's any doubt, save it for another day. Wait till somebody's out there with you or better weather conditions or better ground conditions. And even things like, you know, before you go shoving your hand down a hole or into a wood pile trying to find a geocache, it is not a bad idea to take a stick and poke around first. Because you might scare up a snake. And you definitely don't want to get bitten by a snake. And, you know, there are poisonous snakes out there. We have several in Missouri. I mean, there's some here in Missouri, copperheads. <laughs> That's probably our uh, most common poisonous snake in this area. There are rattlesnakes in Missouri as well. There's poisonous snakes out there all over the place. Look it up and you probably got one or two in your area. Even if it's not a poisonous snake, snake bites are not fun. They hurt. <laughs> they can get infected. Just, you know, poke at the hole. Make sure the snake... Or critter. I mean, sometimes you've got small mammals hiding in there. And guess what? If they feel threatened because this strange hand gets shoved in there, they don't know what's happening. They're going to bite. And these bites can be nasty. They can result in stitches. They can result in infections. So just before you go shoving your hand in places where you can't see, poke at it with a stick. <sighs> All right. And ticks. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, Lyme disease. Yes, that's, that's a, that can be a big issue. Lyme disease can. But there's other diseases that ticks carry, other things that can happen from tick bites. Even if you don't get Lyme disease, use your bug spray. Check immediately when you can for tick bites. Remove them as soon as you can. My cousin, Avid Hunter, uses bug spray and of course you know it's not 100% effective but it helps 
He was out in the woods. He got bit by a tick. Afterwards, he started getting sick, went to the doctor. Because of this tick bite, because of this tick bite, his body ended up developing essentially like an allergic reaction to animal proteins. To animal proteins. And he can't eat meat anymore. Right now, the only type of meat he can eat is chicken. Because everything else makes him sick. All because of a tick bite. Now, I do not know the name of that condition or if it has a name or if it's just considered an allergy, but it was all caused by a tick bite. And thankfully, from going to the doctor and getting testing done, they figured out what the cause and he's going to be all right. But there's all kinds of things that you can get from tick bites. So use bug spray. Just simple, basic outdoor precautions that you would do if you're out geocaching or out hiking or out camping, just keep all this stuff in mind. I mean, Robert was in a national forest and he was found a half a mile from the trailhead. It wasn't like he was out there in some crazy far off area but because it's dense woods they didn't find him nobody found him until a search party went out several days later and found him so please just be safe when you're out there caching whether you're alone or whether you're with somebody it even if you got a partner things happen we all want to have fun, but we've all got to be safe. It's like I tell my son whenever he's doing something, I want you to have fun, but I want you to be safe while you're doing it. So I want you all to think about that next time you go out caching by yourself. And if you are the contact person for somebody who's out solo caching or solo hiking or on a road trip, if you're the check-in person and they don't check in, Call somebody. I, I get it feels awkward and you may be uncertain. Do I call the police and say, hey, they didn't check in. But <sighs> you're going to feel, you may be feel, you may feel silly if you call the authorities and say, hey, so-and-so hasn't checked in. I'm really worried. And then Shortly after that, you hear from them. Okay, yeah, you might feel silly. You might feel like you overreacted. You're going to feel a lot worse if you don't and something did happen to them. The sooner somebody is notified, the better chance of a positive outcome there is. You've been listening to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon one If you'd like to get in touch, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or go to geocacheadventures.org and you can find the information on the contact page. Theme music is by The Travel Bugs. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers. It is full of articles and pictures all submitted by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself and I love it. My favorite part is the little snippets on the edges of the articles on all the different pages. Those are my favorites. 
Just go to ftfgeo.com to check them out and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you.